Um, you recording? It sounds like, bitch, you recording? Is that what it sounds like? What it really does sound like, though, is hold on for a second because I'm trying to find something on Lifetime to put on the background so I have some um, um, uh, anyway. To not focus on? Yeah. You're a mess. But even if I do, if I turn my head, it'll be something like nice to look at, like something that'd be uplifting. Since when a lifetime uplifting? When they put the hard systems out. Okay, that's uplifting for the moment. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, black people out here breaking the records on all the motherfucking um, television networks. You know, because it was the highest rated movie in the history of um, Lifetime. And I still ain't seen it. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, the blonde songbird, your face hater. <laughs> I forgot what else she say. <laughs> I thought yours is so fast. It's so sad. It was not as easy. Yeah, it's your friendly neighborhood black bear. Don't shoot. Daylight. Please don't shoot. Please don't shoot. Oh, nice please don't, oh, please don't nice shoot. Oh, please just, why not just don't shoot? Anyway, together we are well beyond. You gotta do your intro. I don't oh, know my it. bad. My bad. Uh, what's up, everybody? I am the media maven, the blonde songbird. The your favorite media maven. That's what the media maven. I forgot about that part. Yeah, the, your favorite Christian with the next. <laughs> you so bad. I mean, I forgot the media maven part. I'm sorry. Media, the media maven part should be the first thing you know. But I mean, I, actually, maybe not because you know the blonde songbird. So. Anyway, do yours, fool. While you're there smoking, and I'm casting to Disney, trying to trying to smoke. I have some good shit. I have chicken and mac and cheese. That's the weed. That's the that's the weed. The two that are good. The two I have mixed together. That is crazy. One is, is called, called chicken, chicken and mac and cheese. And one is called mac and cheese. So I'm having a meal. Does it taste like mac and cheese and chicken? No, no. What no. the hell do they get these dumbass names from for weed? Chicken and mac and that's some ghetto shit, man. That's some ghetto. Ain't that some ghetto shit? That's some ghetto <laughs> that's shit. Some ghetto shit. Chicken. They, we ran out of names. Fuck you. Call it chicken and mac and cheese, mate. And I was like, oh, my bad, you guys. You're tuning in. Oh, together we are well. Beyond. We said that already. Oh, we did? Okay, and you're tuning in to Apartment 420. This is the recap of April and then some other shit, of course. We never know. Um, we haven't lately been having many topics to talk about since everybody's been talking about the same fucking thing for the past two months, which is COVID-19. And we are trying to not talk about that all day, every day. Or any day, really, nowadays. I'm over it. Yeah, but ain't nobody else doing nothing but being an asshole on TikTok. Like, I, I am not into TikTok. I swear, I tried once. Bitch, you told me to get on it. Because you can do TikTok very well. You have audiences that people might be interested in shit you do. Prime example of nothing I'm doing at the moment. Clearly, but still, you can you can, you can can sing on TikTok and make a whole fan base and shit and do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, bitch. You know, we, we have friends that are on TikTok. We're not going to say no names right now because, um... Yes, so yesterday... You know, real quick, what we're talking about is people on TikTok. Yesterday, I sent you a, a clip of somebody's video, of somebody's song. I'm not saying no names. That shit was horrible. Oh! I'm like, what is this? What? This simple-ass fucking but, hook. 
the problem wasn't the featured artist vocals. It was that other shit in the background was horrible, and then it just made everything else sound bad. It was like they found a featured artist because they their best friends or close friends, and they put them on this track, and it like you know, Chad, they found a featured artist that was on that yeah. fucking TikTok shit, like you said. They recorded a song via phone, and then oh, decided to release it. That's what happened. That is, that, mm, and then, yeah. and then you didn't even write a hook. You you, you called the song, um, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, and then you just said whatever it was, whatever it was, whatever it was, whatever for the whole fucking time, and that was it. Like, what is this? Like, I'm like, yo, why am I competing with any of you motherfuckers? Y'all are lame. And then. Okay, what, what, I'm, I'm I'm having a moment. I think this episode is gonna be us going the fuck off, y'all. It might be. It feels like it feels it feel like, like it might. It feels like it might be that. It like it's gonna, gonna be. be May. We come okay, all like, April out of our first phase of April. <laughs> April went by fast as fuck. First and foremost, but finish you your statement so? before we go you there. Think, you think so? I don't. Oh think my so. god, yes. Finish your statement. So, another one of our old counterparts um, from the past. Um, Release another video about another video. Release a video, okay? I said another video because remember, for the longest they've been putting out this EP that we've we've, been, we've heard. Um, so now they're releasing videos from the EP that has not been released yet. Okay, that was like three years ago. Oh my god! So the video came out. So I was see this video with this tired ass wig and this. Well, send it to me later. We can we can chit chat. we go. Oh my goodness! I want you to see this video, mind you. It's all. It's the. Oh, anyway, child. Moving on. So Tajik released an EP called the Quarantine Queen EP, and he redid. Hands, hair, nails, or whatever the fuck his song was called back in the day. Yeah, I saw the um. Yeah, it's like his quarantine remix. He has a whole new, he has yeah. a whole album about quarantine. I saw it yesterday in my Spotify. Someone it's posted corny, a, a link. Really, 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 really. And corny. I was doing social media. It's dumb corny, but you know what? Good for him for having the fan base that will eat it up, even though it's corny. And that's the difference between him. And other artists who can't do that shit. <laughs> a lot of artists can't do that shit. He can do that shit because that's his fan base. That's his style. It's like you know, Weird Al Yankovic doing some dumbass corny ass song about quarantine, and it'll it'll go blow it'll blow up. You know what I mean? Not saying that he is that he is, he uh, is very predictable. He's not that predictable. He's not like, oh, what's the fucking hottest pop song in the world? I'm going to remix it. He can, he'll do it in a different way that makes himself extra gay about it. Thank it's, you. It's, it's, it's predictable. But but you never know what he's going to do. Like, I didn't expect him to do a whole song about I did. quarantine I did. album. I didn't think I did. do that. I didn't know what he was going to do. Like, and it, was, and it wasn't like he had fresh original music that he was going to release anyway. He did this album just to do this album. Like, this shit will never, like, set, sit in a, in a time warp capsule of great music, but and he did it. I, I, and I applaud I him for that, it. at least. I'm expecting it from a, I'm expecting it from a lot of people. Hell, I'm doing a for quarantine that. EP, so. Yeah, but you, you, you would do music that you were releasing no matter when it was. You're not singing about quarantine. Like literally, he is thinking about a time capsule of a time right now. He's just thinking about 
because next month it could be totally different. Like the album won't make won't make sense in a, well, a month, two months, three months. They'll months be like, oh, want to relieve that shit? Want to relieve, not, relieve that like, shit? Like, like, be like, so let me. Okay, dolls, you know what time it is. Now let me see you scrub for me, scrub for me, scrub for me, scrub for me. I'm like, bitch, are you like, killing me? Like, bitch, what? I'm not gonna listen to this in a couple of months. I'm not even gonna listen to this next week. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's one, but he, his, but his fan base. He has the kind of fan base, and I applaud him for doing this because he built himself. I was, I had, a, I did an interview yesterday on online. For, Congratulations! Uh, and it was, well, thank you. And it was one of those questions where, um, it was one of those questions why why black people can't do hip hop, can't do music as queer, being queer and blah blah blah. And um, I was like, they do do queer, but they do it in one way. They do it the way that they think sells. So that's why the industry will only have a caricature of a, a, a gay man in in, he- in headlights, in headlines, and, and on spotlight. But they can't bring everybody down like Todrick. They can't bring him down to be like, oh yeah, we're done with you right now, because Todrick built himself. They can do that shit to Little Nas X by tearing him down and doing it's like, okay, you're done. We're out. You're out of here. Good job. Bye. He will have a fan base after this shit. Like it'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, that guy. But Todrick Hall has a fucking full time, lifetime fucking like fan club because he built himself without the machine. He the machine didn't give him shit. The machine gave Nas yeah. X his shit. I mean, Todrick, Todrick got his own shit with the um, with the you know before it was popular to have all the other shit that we needed. And so, exactly. I mean, no matter how bad he does, or no matter what he does, he still has right. He has a core base that will. He will have a core fan base riding with him no matter what. Is or what he's done. Yep, and they will buy that shit album, and he say, "Thank you. I got these bills to pay. I'll see y'all next time." And He'll people right won't give a fuck because I'm like, they keep right on moving. He keep right on moving. I mean, you're right. Like he was in the spotlight for a minute because of his um. Situations. Situation. Situations. Um, yeah. So, but he quickly, quickly, quickly found a way Bounce to right the back. Figured out. He kept his tour going. He didn't miss a beat. Yep. I will. I will say this about no, him. He, he does not beat. miss a beat. Now he does not. He does not like go out and make any statements or he won't acknowledge certain things until he has fixed it. Because once it came out that he didn't pay people and shit, and then it was like, okay, let me just pay people. And then let me make a statement. And then it'd be like, instead of me saying, well, I didn't pay people, he'll say, oh, well, I didn't know you didn't get paid. So I went ahead and paid you, and now you're paid. Moving along. <laughs> now the story's dead. So yeah, now the story's like, dead. Hey, go, thank you. Let's fast forward to my music award with Taylor, Taylor right, Swift for Best it's Direction. Like as if MTV. Just, it's thank like you. as if he. Um, it's like, well, I have the money to do it. I just didn't do it, so let me just do it. It's really, it's kind of shady. Yeah. At this, in a sense, it's like, yeah, it's very, very bad business ethic in a sense too. It's kind of like you're really shady. But you know what? Sometimes you have to show people you have money, so they give you money. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he paid everybody off and had no money, be like, oh well, what do you have to show for it now? Like. I ain't got nothing to show for it now because I paid everybody off and I have nothing left. But if you hold it on people's money, let's say he did, you know what I'm saying? Hold on people's money. You still have money to show people that you have done this and successful and made profit off of it. 
It's like, oh, you made profit? Yeah, bitch, that's, I got $200,000 in the bank, bitch, I'm good. Versus having, like, $1,000 in the bank. Like, what happened to your money? Oh, I spent all what of it on this fucking project. And then I project. couldn't afford to pay nobody. nothing I can't afford to pay my rent. I can't afford to pay anybody. I'm done. I had to pay everybody off, whatever, whatever. So, you know, to hold on to money, if you can, I guess, until they ask for it, is not a good business pro- uh, practice. But, I mean, you got, you got to show people sometimes you got something you don't have. And that's what every tour of his has been. So that's why he did that the whole documentary about, you know, him losing money and this and that and the third. So it don't help him that I never even looked allegation at that thing came out on top of that, on top of that. I liked it. It was good. It it gave me insight no, into what was going insight, on. So. I know you have it. You have different insights sides. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're not. What? Who's saying what? But we're, we're not saying anything. Yeah, but you no, have different but I mean, insights yeah. into inside of Tadric's mind and life. But still, I mean, you know, I know a little more than some people are willing to that he's willing to talk about, and sometimes I'm, I'm not going to say, but. Especially not on air, anyway. But you know, Todrick is an amazing. He's an amazing singer. He is an amazing writer. I, I know it's not all him, so that I don't give him all credit. But I do give him credit for what he has achieved, and that's you know a fan base that is solid as a rock, like solid as a rock. Yes. And I've seen. I've gone to his concert because I, I like Todrick. You know, I like well, I liked him more before than I do now. I think a lot of people did. But you know, when when he was doing his stuff, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. It's different. It's unique." I saw the documentary, and I was like, "Look, you know what? This guy is a self-made man. Let me go support him because why not?" And the crowd was from fucking babies, not babies, white young kids to old ass white and black men. Like the the, the span of his fan base is the most diverse I've seen for queer artist in a long it's time. It's a different day and age too, so people different now age, sit home. So, like like he, people now get on YouTube a lot more than they used to. I mean you have Facebook. Facebook is the, mm-hmm. the epitome of what we all do. I mean no one on this planet unless you are just like totally against Facebook does not have a Facebook account. Um I mean it, yeah. I mean, But let's talk about I mean, oh, sorry, so go it, finish. It, it, it helps people push you to different places. I mean, I know my platform has expanded to the point where it go, even if I lost my page today, it wouldn't take me long to build half of my fan base back because they were going to search for no, me. No, not at all. Yes. But I was going to say, it just dawned on me thinking about his trajectory. And when I was like, oh, let me check him out again, was when he started doing drag. When he started doing drag, I think the song was "They Don't Make Them Beats." Them beats. Oh, that that song was the first song that he dressed no. in full drag. He did it for low. Really? Low. You know. Oh, I don't um, remember that one. He did the thing about the scarecrows, like really, really about this, like dum 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 dum. Um, like, let me see you get low. Oh, let me see yeah. you get low. Low. He dressed, low. Up, he dressed up as Dorothy. But with that, I don't remember that one. Before he was like the first, first one, and then when he did the second low video, that's when he did it with RuPaul, and that was his first drag dress up. That was the very, very first one. That was the very, uh, first. and then them beats okay. came. Okay, well, them beats popped a lot harder than all the other ones, clearly, because he that's that's when he did the album, and them beats was like them beats like really, that's really when he did popular. the album. Um, 
uh, forbidden or something. Yeah, something like that. But that's when he got like popular. He's on Drag Race. Well, he became so, popular you know, because of his Wizard of Oz live theme album that he did. Um, uh, it was like the Oz album. He had Amber Riley and everybody. That yeah, album, album, I love that like album. That yeah, Nicole Serrano. You know, I love that entire album. I thought it was so fucking phenomenal. I thought the ideal behind the way he put his life into Oz, into L.A. You know, I thought it was really, really amazing, and I really enjoyed like the song, especially the songs about the mom that reaches out to him, wanting to talk to him, and him not responding or getting back. Because I know that's like, um, but on a different aspect. Like I know how much I reach out to my family, and no one gets back to me. Uh, besides my grandmother, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it bothers me sometimes. So um, I know what that's like, but I know what it felt. It, so I really wish he wouldn't have done a deluxe album because now you can't get some of the songs that were from the original that were really good. Like Amber Riley was really good as her vocal ability in the roles that she, in the songs that she played. But then in the in the in the yeah. deluxe, he gave one to Tamar, and I just did not like her version. It's just like, oh my god, girl, you are forcing it too much. Mm. Like I just don't mm-mm. like you. Just it's just too much. It was too much, and um, I mean, but it's yeah, Tamar like, Braxton, Tamar Braxton, Tamar. Well, you know she do too much, but you know she do. Too, you know that girl is so <laughs> extra. <I'm just> like, <laughs> Do you remember that award show? Like it was like three, four, oh. five, maybe five years ago. I don't remember when she did the my, she had my like a song, and she had, the, yeah, and she just doing the I most lip syncing. Like, girl, now we know you lip syncing. We know you over, girl. Over, it was so over. Like girl, you're not moving your head that much. You're not whipping that much hair and singing. Not the at notes. all, girl. You're like girl. you're doing the most. Yeah. <laughs> it was like girl, you doing the most. You did, the, you, did, you did too much, girl. Way too much. So yeah, Tamar is known for doing too much. So I don't, I don't, I don't blame, I don't blame her for doing too much. You know, for doing too much. Yeah, but you know, too much Tamar, too uh, much. That's, that's, that's a song. Too much Tamar, too much. You're doing too much Tamar. It was lions much. and tigers and bears. It. it I ain't scared of. Oh, well, not that lions and tigers mm. and bears. Okay, not that one. Jasmine Sullivan is that shit. Now Jasmine. Mm. Anyway, Jasmine Sullivan is that bitch. She is that bitch, honey. Totally that bitch. I mean, she's vocally under uh, underestimated. Totally, Absolutely. Totally, Absolutely. totally vocally under, underestimated. And uh, she she's never in the category of best vocalist, nice vocalist, great vocalist. Like she's never in the category. Like, where y'all think y'all get y'all skills from, bitch? She started this shit. And what I'm the like, fuck yo, y'all doing? okay, you know, since we're talking about shit that happened in in April, the Clark sisters had their movie. Okay, it was fucking phenomenal. Yes, and it still haven't seen know, it. Oh I am God. horrible. You know, just... I know. And so, and, and, and you're in Canada too. So, so. I'm in Canada. We didn't even get so, it. I mean, but... it's a little different. I understand. <laughs> so. There, there was a thing where, um, you know, they always call Brandy the vocal Bible, right? And I'm like, wait a minute. If any Brandy. Brittany who? Oh, oh Randy. Oh, Brittany is Brittany. nothing but like the vocal pin point. Like a, 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 like a vocal, <laughs> vocal dot. Okay, it's like, like, not even, what? Yeah, a like. dimple. Yes, dimple. That's, that's what she is, a vocal wart. <laughs> All right, so they call Brandy the the vocal Bible, right? 
But I'm like, okay. why would they not call Karen Clark Shear the vocal Bible? Because she's literally that. Like the 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 bitch can sing a run in every single key and note of her vocal ability. That is mm-hmm. freaking phenomenal. Like an artist. There's like literal, literal, like the Clark sisters inspired so many artists of today's time. It is so fucking ridiculous. Like how many artists that type talked about how they were inspired. I'm just like, are you kidding me? And y'all call Brandy the vocal Bible? Like she should not even be, she should be like the vocal. But why? She should, they call I have no clue. She should Bible. be like the vocal notebook. What's a vocal Bible? Well, what they're saying like for Brandy, like her, her riffs, her, um, they mainly talk about her riffs a lot. Her riffs are really good, and they're they're different. True. However, Karen Clark Sheard riffs are so motherfucking intricate, and like, um, fuck that Twinkie Clark. Like their 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 runs are so intricate. Dorinda is like sings in minor notes and minor keys all the time. Like the bitch, it's just ridiculous. Like they should be called the vocal bible. I'm just hand down. Like fuck this. Brandy is not the vocal bible. I'm no longer saying it. After learning what I have learned and listened to what I've listened to and didn't even know it existed, bitch, some of the songs that I thought mm-hmm. were fucking hymns, Twinkie Clark wrote. Like, I thought It's My Living the Vein was like a hymn or something that we just, like, you know, something from the slave days. <laughs> no, no, bitch, no, no. <laughs> Twinkie wrote that like in the 70s. Like, she wrote it. Like, some of my favorite songs that I, I did not know she wrote these songs, bitch, like, and they're 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 sampled a lot. The the clocks were sampled. They oh, they are, are like, for sure. A lot in hip hop, Jay Z and and yep. and um and uh and Snoop Dogg have used them numerous times. So has Diddy. And just recently, they did a song with Jermaine Dupri that's on their new album that is fucking like amazing. It is oh, so nice. fucking like dope. It's like so weird to hear them singing like this, but it's dope as fuck. Like it's the Clark sisters. Like they trying to be they relatable. It's dope as shit. It's just dope as shit. So, shout out to the Clark sisters because they had amazing lives. Um, they have contributed a lot to music, and since we are musicians and we do listen to music, um, their contribution, especially for me as a singer, has been phenomenal. Mm. Another thing that happened in April was Missy. Oh, we talked about her last honey, week. She has a I want you to do this challenge, the cool You should do the challenge, Tony. Jay. She what's has the, it's the a dance challenge, challenge? on her um, a choreo dance challenge on her thing about from her videos called the cool off challenge. I actually think it's kind of oh, I think it's kind of yeah, dope. The cool I think the dude knows like, you know what? I wonder if Jay could do this. Like, you could really do it, Jay. I'm sure I could. I'm a gifted man. But you've been on man. quarantine for a minute just eating and stuff too, so maybe not. <laughs> because I uh, thought the pain of singing last week when it was time to start singing and recording. Mm-hmm. Oh, bitch, you've been just eating your diaphragm. It's just like under your fucking fat. <laughs> what else happened in fucking April? April, no, April went by so fast, bro. Like, April my well, My birthday was March 13th. It's now fucking April oh, 30th. Another thing that happened in April was 420. So fast. 
420. We smoked we a lot. That. I smoked a lot on 420. I don't think I've ever stopped smoking. I had a break like two days ago. For the well, yeah, it was break. <laughs> so, so st- fun story. Chris loves a particular type of sativa called. Yep, I know it. I know it. Every time I come up, we smoke it. Yeah. So, um, he don't like really smoking flour. He prefers either eating it or doing a vape. So last week we were going for a walk, and he just happened to like look online and find that Tangerine Dream came in a vape form. So he ordered it, ordered it online, picked it up, and came home. That was like maybe last Saturday. As of yesterday, that little canister of vape is fucking gone. <laughs> he ordered four more canisters last me? night. He's like me. He smoked the fuck like in five days. He smoked the fuck out of that shit. I mean, I had a few hits, but you know the one we got from the black market. That shit, we we, we threw in the trash. It was so long. It was so big. For real? For real? Yeah, because it just it was just it was like bad colored. It was just off color. Uh, but this one, this one literally was days of smoking it off and on, and it was gone. He smoked the fuck out of that. Shout club. out to Chris for now joining the Stunners Stunners Club. He was a stu- but only on Tangerine Dream. He that's the one he that's his crack, man. Right. He literally sat here and bought four more for like almost hundred and like. You know $60. what I would love to buy right now? <laughs> you know what I would love to buy right now? I'm not even gonna lie. A chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwiches. I would love a chicken sandwich right now. From Popeyes. You haven't had one. When did you have a, a baby? You had a baby last week, didn't you? Or two weeks ago? Did you call him my your baby? Yeah, your man. What'd you call him? I your had husband? one. Yeah, I had one last week. I haven't had one in a couple. I don't get them like I used to, you know, because you can't go down there and stuff anymore. So you have to like order it and shit. Yeah. And right now it's raining, so I would damn sure order it because I'm not going to be traveling in the rain. But yeah, a chicken sandwich combo. It's like. With all the fucking taxes and everything, it's like $15 and shit. Just to have it, just to have it delivered. Like, if the motherfucker think they're getting a, I think that's if I ever leave a tip. So I think it might be like $13 without the tip. Like $13.86 or something like that. I can't remember because I only ordered it one time since we've been on quarantine. Again. Which feels like right. Like I don't. Like I'm just waiting for the day that they tell us that we can go outside and just live forever with just masks on, because now they're trying to give out. And I'm not staying on this for long. I'm giving myself three minutes of this. Um, now I'm thinking that this weed does this just just macaroni and chicken. It makes my mouth very 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 <laughs> dry. Okay, like when I say dry, it's dry as fuck. You ain't got no, you ain't got no water, no juice, have, no chicken mm, sandwiches, mm, nothing. I got some. I got, I, I got my Coca Cola, and I got my okay. Reese's cups. Now that's not. I texted okay. you because I told you I thought I had COVID, right? Yes. <laughs> this is the kind of shit we told you. I'm like, I'm in bed. I'm high. I, I spoke my indica, so I'm going to sleepy night. I'm pretty sure when I finish this, and my fucking phone goes. Bzz. I'm like, what the fuck? Who the hell's texting me right now? Fuck, I, I think I got COVID. <laughs> like, I had been texting it for like 20 minutes. It, was, it just kept saying, can't send, can't send. I'm like, you know what, bitch? It's going to go through eventually. Like, I'm going to keep sending things go through. 
so I finally went through, and I'm like, I think, because I thought I did because my mouth be feeling kind of funny when I smoke now. And I asked him, is that now a symptom of COVID, having a fucking weird I'm mouth? Like, I don't know. But remember, I'm like, last time I lost my sense of taste, and I felt like it, I was smoking the weed, and it was tasting nasty. And it really was just the weed tasting nasty. It wasn't my mouth, you know. And then, but I did lose since it tastes like a day or two. Yes, you did have COVID yeah. symptoms for sure. And but that was, oh, that happened in April. That happened in, in April. March, that happened in March. In April, oh. I had my mental breakdown about COVID because <sighs> we have been locked in the house for a whole month. You know what I'm saying? Like almost a month that we have been told that we would be released at this time, and then we didn't get released. And then people were being given money for help and assistance. And I'm like, okay, I could use this assistance, but I can't get this assistance because of other fucking, you know, ramifications. It was a whole lot, 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 lot. But eventually I got over it. And things did turn around um, and look up. I mean, the month went out. I had a really good month after a while. It was the first couple of days that were really hard. Like The first couple of days of the month was really scary because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck going to happen. We still don't know what's going on. I happen. don't want to think about it. Nope. Your president, your president, your country. <laughs> I say your country because I'm, I'm not living there right now, even though I'm still legally living there. Um, your country is fucked up. Um, and I don't know what else to say about that, but I think I'm just going to leave yeah. it at that. You know, we're we're in a very, very, very bad situation, and um, Netflix has a very great documentary. That doc that talks about coronavirus um, in detail and about how much they knew and when they knew and all this other stuff and how they, you know, it's so it's in detail. It's really, 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 really good. Uh, you get a chance, y'all should check it out and um, watch. It's called Coronavirus Explained. It's really good. Um, and when you watch it, you'll see just how dumb people are. Did you know Pornhub Premium is free yes, right now? I, I love it. Like I have been watching porn. Let me tell you now. Since we're switching things, switching gears now, another thing that happened in April: quarantine sex. I had a lot of it. I'm not even gonna lie. I know I didn't tell you, Jay, because I know, I know you would have written me down. Okay, but because I know I'm going into May, I had to promise myself that I was not going to have sex at all for the rest of the year until like my birthday. <laughs> I don't believe that shit I at can all. make it to my birthday yes, No can. you can't You can put some money no, you on can't. Put some money on it You ain't got no money and I'm not giving you money to put money on a bet So <laughs> therefore we ain't got no money To put on a bet Well I mean you know But I just know I can make it I can cannot. make it Okay what's, what's, your, what's your birthday Tell everybody when your birthday is 16 and what's today? April 30th. This is my last day to have sex. And this this is your last day of having sex until yeah, your birthday. May 1st starts. No sex during the quarantine. As, as long as the quarantine is happening, I'm not having any more sex. You should probably not have sex on July 16th anyway. You're trying it. Don't push your luck. Because as soon if as we get out there and push, all like people in Atlanta and shit... Sex parties they, and everything. people are not cured of COVID. If they open up the quarantine, um, I can't guarantee that. But as long as 
What's that mean for your? <laughs> what's that mean for your health if they open up the quarantine? It means nothing for your health because they haven't tested enough people to know what the fuck the quarantine even going to look like in fourteen days. After they said fourteen days, the first well, fourteen again, days. Then the you second should go days. and watch the Netflix documentary, and you would know what I'm talking about. All right, I will watch. Everyone, go watch the Netflix documentary so that we can know exactly what the hell Christian is talking about. Where he's going to have sex right after no, the quarantine. No, I'm not saying right after. Right after. No, not like mm-hmm. they're going to say the quarantine is over on May third. I'm going to be like, oh yes, the May third. I'm going to go fucking no, bitch, no. You're going to be at the window. I'm going to go out fucking on May. Like Chris, you're going to be like <laughs> Xmas Eve. I mean, uh, New Year's Eve, counting down the goddamn ball dropping. I'll tell you about your ball going to drop right I'm there. I'm going Bam. out on May 5th. Well, if you if New York City lifts any restrictions. But no, if you watch the documentary, if you watch the documentary real, I probably still wouldn't even participate. And because I watched the documentary, it gave me some insight on something. You really got to watch it. Because they talked about something from the past that this that they used social distancing for before in the, in the past, in like the 70s. Yeah. And they show like how it worked. Um, no, how, work, how it worked. Work. How it worked. And how okay. it worked in two different parts of the country, like how St. Louis did it and how another part of the country, I think it was Pennsylvania, did it. And... And how when, you know, when one part of the country did it, this lowered the risk and lowered the numbers. People died, but they lived longer and died, died, you know, you know, they lived longer and died later. Whereas in the other place, they died, like, there was a spike of people dying immediately. And then, um, and then, and the numbers dropped. Dra- you know, dramatically because there was nobody to die. There's no people killed. Everyone was dead. They're dead. You know. Damn. Um, <laughs> but up. What, but it that also showed crazy. that when the city of St. Louis decided to release people back into the streets, how the numbers went right back up, and then they immediately mm-hmm. put people back on quarantine, and numbers went down. And they pretty much said that people were on quarantine for almost a year, you know, to get it under control. Wow. And that's what's going to happen in this, this this world. This world will never be this won't be the same for. And that was like during the measles or flu. It was either the measles okay. or the first flu epidemic, and they had to, or pig something a pig pig flu something like that. Um, yeah, it was one of those epidemics, and then they, they talked about how it came about. Like there was a flu virus that couldn't get into animals, and there was a a flu virus that in animals that couldn't get into humans, but they could get into pigs together. And both, like, <laughs> like both, like the human virus to get into a pig. Do they? Do they? They, they DP the pig. So basically, so <laughs> they don't so like, yeah, the pig. So like, basically, the human virus got into the pig, and then the fish virus got into the pig, that created the pig flu, that could get into both humans and animals. Mm-hmm. And they, that is what caused the first pandemic. And they had to create a you know vaccine for it, which took about a year, and a lot of people died because they did not you know a lot of people ate pork. You did not know that it was you could just even though you cooked it, you ate it. It was still in the animal. It's wow. very. I'm telling you, watch the watch the documentary. It has a lot of there's a lot of these pandemics that happen over the his over the course of our entire lifetime, 
of history. Yeah, um, that has happened across worldwide global pandemics that I never even knew about or even heard of. So I mean, it's very very informative. I say check it out. And what will the will the uh, title it's again? Explained coronavirus. Okay, I'll check it out tonight. It's very very good. It's only like an hour. But it's very good. That's and fine. it does talk about how they knew about this last year in the spring of 2019. Mm-hmm. They told the they they told the you know WHO about this in the spring of 2019 that there was a a, a virus coming. They had already foreseen it coming, and the world is not prepared. We need to start preparing for it now. They reported it, and then they reported it again in September, one month before the doctor that that discovered it and was told, you know, went online and told everybody about it. Um, you know, he talked about it, but then he was told by his his government to stop talking about it, um, or else he'd be killed. And he, he died anyway. So he should have yeah. kept talking. But yeah, I didn't. I see you. You reminded me of some stuff that I had forgotten about, but the whole um, how it started, how it got out. But I didn't think about it. it wasn't like it wasn't a subject really. I mean, yeah, it was, it was like, like a conspiracy it was theory. Right? It was like coronavirus. It was like, yeah, child, what? There's a virus in the in the beer. Yep, that was about like, it. What corona? <laughs> Because <laughs> like, that's that's what y'all did do. It was people like Corona beer. Is virus and Corona stop drinking the beer? And then, and then for like a two months, it was the Chinese virus. Yeah, we were like, uh, um. So people were boycotting boycotting Chinese Chinese restaurants. Yep. Back in December, shit. I remember that. We were making motherfuckers go home. Yeah, that you thought it was a China virus that they were spreading. It was stupid. It was so the information we had back then was so limited, but the assumptions of what was reality was so stupid. I just like how's somebody from China gonna get it when you you know the motherfucker here ain't got it because he'd been in America half of his damn damn life. It didn't transfer over to China from from <laughs> over the boat to a Chinese person in your restaurant, motherfucker. He ain't been in China. He been here every day. <laughs> how you think he got this? How do you think he got a virus? Are you gonna shut down the Chinese restaurant? Because of it, <laughs> it was like motherfucker, stay your ass at home. Just because he's yes. from China, no, like, 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 yeah, don't, yeah. Don't nobody wants your goddamn chicken today. Yeah, no reason to hate that man or them the people, and that's the problem. That's what same thing Chinese people are doing to black people now in China. They locking up Africans and kicking Africans out and all the kind of dumb shit in Africa in Af- China. Because they blame the they blame the black people on China and on the fucking virus. Down faster. The same way, the same way y'all blame them for fucking the coronavirus in New York City. Well, I mean, really, it's still their, it's still <laughs> it's their absolutely fault, though. The same thing. I mean, yeah. The movie again, watch the documentary. It proves it's their fault. Well, somebody's fault. It's their fault. You know what? I really believe if they just shut down no motherfucking... Now, here we go with the venting, y'all. Because if anybody knows me knows that I am a really, really racist motherfucker, okay? I am prejudiced as shit. Maybe I should just say I'm prejudiced, not racist. Yeah, you're not racist. I'm prejudiced. You're prejudiced. Okay, let me tell you this. Okay, as fuck. So, now, I believe in my heart of hearts, they should close 
those um what you call them um uh, uh live meat markets in China because they're the cause of all the motherfucking problems. Every time we have a new fucking issue, SARS, Mars, MRSA, or whatever the fuck they was called it back in the day, it's always just some motherfucking live meat market from China, okay? It's always from China. The movie tells you this. Watch the movie. I'm telling y'all right now. They should shut that shit down. We would not have this problem. Y'all should not be allowed to sit out and wash and clean dogs and then turn around and clean chicken and fish in the same motherfucking bin of water. That's nasty. Okay? Yeah, that is nasty. That's that's inappropriate. And y'all, I mean, like, they buy them. But there's no, uh, uh, you know, there's no, no system that checks on that, I guess. Nope. There's just people from America going over to test motherfucking diseases all the goddamn time. <laughs> well, it's a cultural thing, right? If that was your culture for generations and centuries, they say you're not going to change because... That, not, they say that they go over... CDC goes over there and check the bats <laughs> in South China and find out about 6,000 coronaviruses a year. Like, did you... Un- Okay, bitch, this is what I'm talking about. And these motherfucking people are now, you know, the bats are flying around their head while they cleaning fish and shit. That is nasty. They like bird fish drop, uh, bat droppings. And, oh and my shit. God. It is so easy to transfer over there. You do not see how many, I mean, and the bats, like they rubbing their bellies and shit. And I'm like, is this that close? Is that simple? It's on their belly? Like, oh, no. Mm-mm. Like, bitch, no. Eradicate the fucking bats then. Like, just kill them all. Like, can you just set them on fire? Uh, Wow, that's a lot. But may, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, because Peter might come after us for that. But I'm... Peter might come after you for that. <laughs> the thoughts... In his comments on this show belong to the host themselves. Okay, bitch, you're one of the hosts too, so shut up. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not your host. <laughs> you're, you're, you're speaking, you're, you're speaking your truth. I'm just saying. Whoopi don't get in trouble for what, what uh, Sarah say on the okay, view. Not let me Sarah. I am not Sarah. I'm more like Joy, okay? <laughs> you are definitely Joy. You are so much like Joy. <laughs> I am definitely like Sarah. I'm Joy. You are so much like Joy. But no, I really believe like that would solve some of the issue. And you, you ready? Yes, killing the disease does solve the issue. So you kill the problem that starts it, then you will have no problem like getting rid. I mean, killing one, killing a million bats to stop uh, stop you know thousands of diseases or millions or billions of diseases. Why would you not want to do that? Yeah, you should absolutely. If that's the only, if that's the best option you can come up with, then I mean, yeah. Instead of just studying the fucking bats every year with more fucking diseases that you can't keep up with, I mean, literally, you found this disease a year ago and you said it wasn't dangerous, and then it turns out to be dangerous. A little, <laughs> a little dangerous. Like, you know, just 
just pandemic worldwide. Yeah, just, just coast just, to coast, city city, borough to borough, floor to floor. Yeah, yeah, you. But they classified it as not dangerous. They literally, they found out about this disease probably a year ago, Jay, and they classified it as not dangerous as it was listed in the CDC. <laughs> then they turn around like, oh well, we, we in March of 2020 they say, oh you know what, we were wrong. We did not foresee this coming. We did not know. It probably just jumped from one bat to another and mutated. What? But this is... Okay, so this is where my uh, metaphoric mind goes. I guess metaphoric. I don't know what the word actually Mm -hmm. is. I... uh, Everything happens for a reason. So, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at now. Yeah, okay. I don't know the reason for this happening, but it's it had to happen for some reason, and it's happening. No matter who would try to stop it, it had to happen. And you know why? I think what really happened was Mother Nature, planet Earth, she was over our shit. She was sick. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know what? I'm just tired. I can't take this shit no more. All the animals before all the, any of this shit happened. If anybody paid attention, all the animals like went silent for a while. They just went like, like where are all the birds at? Like where's all the, the squirrels? I was kind of like, where's anybody at? Like where's anything at? And then all of a sudden, everybody was sick. You know why? Because animals can sense shit coming before we know it. Like they always do. So when we were not taking precautions to like take our asses in the fucking house and do our own motherfucking quarantine. The secret life of animals was like on the news telling their motherfucking, you know, tell them like, look, y'all get y'all asses in. Secret life of animals. <laughs> they was like, look, y'all get y'all asses in the house, okay? Because in the house, under the bed, get in the damn trees, get your asses in the fucking alleys, under the fucking, um, in the sewers, because there's a fucking disease coming, and it's gonna kill the humans. Well, not all of them, but some of them, because I'm pretty sure, you know, they would have panicked for sure. Then, bitch, like, yeah, but, but the, rest, the rest of the humans gonna kill themselves, so it's fine. So yeah, right. So eventually, we'll have all the food we can eat, but then that'll be it. That'll be it. One smorgasbord and, and done. Yep. For about a year or two, two, three, four years. Well, who's gonna who, who's gonna um who's gonna repopulate the earth? Who knows? If we all die, who what would happen? Like. We all won't die. Everybody's not going to die. It's going to be like one person like I Am Legend. Ah, uh, him and the dog. And then the woman. Are we going to be the other, gonna be the other things, though? Are we going to be like those monsters? I hope not. I, I, think, we'll just be, I, I think we'll be nice people. No, we'll be, there'll be some people that are like crazy because they'll be hungry as shit. They just, they'll be just wanting to kill you because they're hungry. I mean, people might become cannibals. But people are savages. People are savages. People might become... I mean, bitch, since we started doing these mass things, the robberies and thefts up here in New York have become <laughs> tremendous. has gone up. I mean... Oh, wow. Has it really? That's but See, I see. this is the problem with me being in Canada and not getting it on the news. Because I don't be hearing none of that shit here in Canada anymore. You know what I mean? Because oh, our, yeah. like, our closest place is Buffalo. So we get Buffalo news. Ain't nothing happening in Buffalo. Oh, bitch. Here? And no one's doing that shit here. 
Here, motherfuckers are robbing people with the mask on and shit. They're looking for people all the time. Um, people are even doing rapes now. Oh, no. And it's free range to do it because you have to have a mask on. Like, fuck, that is the worst thing people have thought about. Like, no one's about that part, huh? Nope. So people are getting their bags. Women are getting their bags snatched. Um, it is really bad down around Central Park, which, of course, you would expect that. But you know what? Not for nothing, I am proud of black people for not stealing from their own. <laughs> okay. That might sound stupid, but it's true. And I over, I've always told myself, if I was a robbing thief, why would I rob in my own fucking neighborhood? I don't get the point of why anybody like when why, why we when we riot when we riot. I'm like, why do y'all riot your own your own neighborhood? You go in down, you go downstairs, and you break into the fucking bodegas that you go to every fucking day. That to me does not make any sense. If I'm, if like, I'm gonna I rob a store, if I'm gonna sense. if I'm gonna riot, I'm rioting Fifth Ave, okay? I'm rioting motherfucking Times Square. I am not rioting motherfucking 125. Yeah, same thing with this. We're stealing things. If I would go steal, I would not steal from my own people in my own backyard. I'd be going down someplace like, if I lived in Harlem, I'd be going like Lower East Side to rob motherfuckers. Thank you. Like, you don't know, ain't this, nobody, nobody in this neighborhood knows me. They gotta catch me, catch me, like, catch me dead-handed, catch me, my face on the news, then maybe somebody catch me up, like, bam, he from Harlem. But, no one in the local, like, if you see this person, you ain't gonna see me again, bitch, I'm good, thank you, bye. Right, and if you do, <laughs> It'd be so fucking long. Like you never see me. You, you don't see me again. You never see me again. And I mean, even if I mean, if I get away, I get away. I'm good. Fine. If I decide to go back down there, that's only. I mean, I go back down there, but I won't be robbing nobody down there again for no minute. Like some yeah, people exactly. are crazy. They will so, rob. Away after, towns. They, There's so many towns in New York. Like. Go to Har- go to Queens and rob motherfuckers. Like you live in Bro- you live in the Bronx. I'm going to Queens and rob motherfuckers. That you know how fucking far away that shit is. I tried, to get to you Queens. Know what, now, true story. I tried robbing somebody to the Bronx. I, and what happened? It didn't go well. It didn't go well. What happened? I mean, I'm not good at robbing because I'm a really nice person. You know what I'm saying? So what happened? Well, you know. I was scared, so the guy really knew I was scared, and he was like, I had, I didn't pull out a gun. Like, I actually said I had one, but it was just like, you know, my hand in my pocket. And he was like, let me see the gun. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, like, just give me what the fuck I'm asking for. He was like, let me see the gun. I was like, bro, just give me. He, he was like, you ain't got no damn gun. <laughs> that, Charlie, that Charlie Chaplin, Willy Wonka type shit you trying to pull on me. Okay, he was like, you ain't got no damn gun. He's like, I'm like, I got a gun, bro. He was like, you ain't got no gun. And, um, yeah, he pretty much walked away. <laughs> I was surprised. You didn't, like, suck his dick for some change or some uh, shit. Like, no. He got a pretty mouth, bitch. See, that's how I, my fantasy would have went. But that's a fantasy. Or, or, or the story in my mind would have went. Because I know you. That's what I'm saying. In my mind, this is what happened. In my mind. Christian tries to... What's, what, what's he, what, what he look like? What he look like? What he look like? He was not my type for one, bitch. He's a white man. Okay. Oh, even worse. So in my fan, in my story, he was a he was a black white man. man that was from the hood. Like, he was like a, a Italian or something. Oh, he he like you ain't got a gun. He walked away. <laughs> That's funny. 
in my mind mm-hmm. though. But even in, even in this even in this fake mind, because you you, you you're fluid with sometimes depends who it is. Well, I mean, I've gotten so no, I could the, probably rise somebody now because I've gotten better. Let's say the let's say the white guy, right? He's from the hood. He's from the Harlem or the Bronx or something like that. You like, yeah, you got no gun. But you cute as fuck though. And he like he's like, really? Like what you need? You need five dollars, ten dollars? Like, well, I'm trying to get on the train and I'm trying to get something to eat. He's like, you know what? Come here, I'll take care of you. Come here, come here, come to my house. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Well, so I get to the house. Take to the house and shit. Because he feel bad for you and he think you cute. And you have to rob a motherfucker with fake guns, so you feel bad for your ass. And let's get I into was the story. in the shelter. Let's get into and I the was story. In the shelter. See, let's get into the story. Thank you very much. So, like I said, he take you home, and he cook you a dinner. And you think I would really? Do you, think, you think I would go home with somebody that I just tried to rob, bitch? Yes, 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 and yes. Because let's go back in time to when you what? first got assaulted. Let's go back in time to you got when you got molested, snatched, robbed, impaled. Oh my god! Time. Okay, so Jay. So yes. Jay. <laughs> so let's go back. Thank you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Let's not. So go yes, back. I think I think you would be the type of person to rob somebody, try to rob somebody, and then and I'll sleep with them at the house. You know what? I think I'm gonna do an as the page turns tonight called my first time. It's gonna be called as the page turns specials. My first times. And then I'm gonna pick a topic. Am I wrong though in believing that you something you would do? No, because let me tell you about one of my first times. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, shut up. Anyway, See, so I'm not wrong. So I'm not wrong. So look, let me tell you about one of my first times. Right. Thank you. <laughs> this is probably gonna be when I do tonight. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. The first time I ever got drunk. Okay. My first time drinking oh, and getting okay. drunk. It was my 21st birthday in Atlanta. I had just moved to Atlanta when I thought I was gonna be, you know, dying and shit. I had to return yeah. positive and shit. So I moved to Atlanta. My aunt took me out for my birthday. Now I was living in Buckhead and she took me to this place called Blue, White, and Red or Red, White, and Blue or something like that. It's like a chicken spot. It was in it was in uh, Buckhead, Atlanta. I never forget it. It was like off um I think Enix Road or Peachtree. Anyway, we went there to get um because I love seafood and they had crawfish. Oh, all seafood. the eat all you can eat crawfish. And I had never had it before. But it had all you eat crawfish and then I had shrimp and some other shit. So, and they had chicken wings. Yes, for the south. And yes, for the, oh my gosh, shrimp and wings sound so good right now, bitch. I gotta get Chris on it tomorrow. Thank you very much. So. Oh my god, <laughs> you get on my nerve because again, I wish I could have Popeyes. Oh, Popeyes, is, okay, we got Popeyes here. Yeah, they have okay, shrimp and chicken. Mm, see, I can yeah, now, now, mm. oh, okay, we, yeah, we have fatsies. Oh, okay, so back to anyway, so back to yeah, so back to the- I was um, so she took me there, and so I had never had a Long Island iced tea, but you know, it was my first time. I think I could drink, and I was like, okay, well, I'll have a Long Island iced tea. Like I thought it was an iced tea. Never, you know, the lady did not ask for my ID. She did not because <laughs> you know at the time I looked my age. Or at least I didn't look as young. I looked older, I guess. I looked like I should be 21. I had a beard, a mustache, and stuff. So she was like, she didn't ask for anything. She was like, um, I had piercings and shit, too. So, of course, he gave me the appearance of, well, he got to be at least 18 to have these kind of piercings and shit, and tattoos. So she gave me a long island iced tea. That's what I saw on the beverage menu that she gave me. I was like, I know what the iced tea is. I don't know what the fuck any of this other shit is, like mule and... Um, yeah, like, he's like iced tea, cool. Vodka, shit. I'm like, okay, well, I see long ice. Let me get iced tea. Okay, I had, <laughs> I drunk. It tasted just like tea, like 
Yeah. Oh my god, Delicious. it was so good. Like it was. I could taste no motherfucking liquor at all. Liquor. Nope. I. Those are the best ones. However, mm-hmm. those are also the worst ones. I got so so, so drunk, so drunk. I had six. <laughs> oh fuck my life! No way! Holy oh shit! Oh my god! My, my, my I can't imagine. I cannot imagine you having six Long Island iced teas. Bitch, I had six. Long, not now. Hell no. Back then, oh a new liver, god. a new liver that could hold it. Oh bitch, I had six. Right? And who's with who's with you? My aunt. Now she was a fucking okay. I'm gonna go into detail on the actual story tonight. But my uh-huh. aunt back then. She was like a midlife. She was a, a stay-at-home wife. They got divorced because her husband wound up cheating on her with um, his mistress at work, and she had a midlife crisis. Became a fucking pill addict and became like this the fun aunt all of a sudden. Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. And got so it, got like, okay. let's so pop. she was paying attention. Yeah, she was like, let's <laughs> let's pop pills. Let's get drunk. So no. So then this man comes over, right? And we're drinking and we're eating and shit. He's he's not he's buying more drinks for us. Like he's just buying me more drinks. So now we're talking about like maybe about eight Long Islands all together in one night. Okay. So I am so fucked up, bitch. Now this man decides like he's like, let's go to my house. And he's like, I'm gonna invite some of my boys over and I'm gonna fuck you and your and your and your nephew. And my aunt is like, no. And I'm like, yes. Like, I'm all for this. Like, oh, my God. So we get to <laughs> Happy me, birthday. You know what I'm, I'm like, look, I'm grown. I'm going with her. She's like, oh, no, you're not. I'm like, so mind you, at this point, she pulls me, and I, like, throw up. Yep. So I'm throwing up in the parking lot right now. Like, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> the guy's like, yeah. So he's like, yeah, y'all should really come to my house because it's, like, right up the block. Like, it's not far from here. Like. And he's sick, and I'm like, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Like, we should. And then he, he's like, and besides, like, she's like, ain't nobody going over to a little dick ass, right? So he's like, <laughs> he's like, is this little? And he pulls his dick out. Wow. And I'm like, no, that's not little. Now, I don't remember if it was, if it was little or not, because that was a long time ago, but I do remember being like, no, that's not little. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going with him because, like, bitch, I'm like a gay man in Atlanta, okay? In the start of when it was becoming popular to be in Atlanta and being black and gay. Bitch, I'm going with this man. I- I'm going to get this dick, honey. But she was like, nope. She put me in the car. I was too drunk to, like, really fight her. But he gave us his phone number. And um, halfway to the house, I threw up in my aunt's car. <laughs> yep. And then... um. She wanted me to throw away my clothes. I said, bitch, you got to be stupid. This is my, like, I have no clothes. What? <laughs> like, I'm living in Atlanta as a student. I just got on my feet. No, I'm not throwing my goddamn clothes. We're going to wash this shit. Because, you know, she thought because I was positive that me throwing it up meant that it was going to be in the clothes. Like, girl, you Oh, uh, no, one, she didn't know nothing. Yeah, like, she sounded so stupid. She was a nurse. Oh, so she really should have done something. Thank you. But, but I think, done. you know, the pills and shit might have... No, fucked with her. Yeah, clearly, clearly, pills, alcohol. She was not thinking of her best mind at the point. Okay. Now I knew nothing about weed at all back then. I can't believe that I did not know anything about weed back then. Like I was the dumbest fucking person. Like I should have knew about weed. Like why didn't I know about weed back then? I don't know. My best friend's brothers smoke weed. They from Jamaica. When I was, you know, young. Nineteen? No, like fifteen, sixteen, thirteen, even. 
So I knew about weed. I just never tried it, never smoked it. I just I mean, I it. knew about it too, but like I never thought to try because see, and we were, we came up in the era of Reagan, like like you know, this is your brain on drugs. This is this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. You know that commercial, the egg commercial shit, and yep. they made it seem like if you smoke weed, like you'd be so fucking stupid. Like weed was just the like it was mainly weed and crack. It was mostly crack. Weed was just a, a byproduct of that whole. Let's put him in jail for dumb shit. We had weed in my, you know, my in my hometown. Like it was mainly weed and crack. But crack, but, but think, crack did. About, like, did you like? Did you remember when crack came along? Like we were a part. I mean, like crack swept the. I mean, like, yo, crack was bad, bitch. Crack was horrible. Like, bitch, crack was bad. Like, Luckily, it just. I was so, never in the situation. Did you not? Did but did you? Do you remember like seeing how it ravaged the country? On TV. So here's the funny thing, though. What? Did you I, live in Brooklyn? No, I didn't live in Brooklyn when crack was happening. I was in Queens. Oh. You was in suburbia. I was in half suburbia, yeah. I was in, this, still, I, I was in, a, I was in the hood, but I was in crack suburbia wasn't... Too, but I grew up in the hood of suburbia. Yeah, those crack houses, but you saw people who were crack fiends, but you didn't... It wasn't like the whole neighborhood was fucking cracked out. It's down south, baby. Down south, you've seen crackheads like walking the streets like zombies. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't see that in Queens when I was, where, I, where I was. There's a movie you should watch called Crackheads Gone Wild. You were, you were fucking... <laughs> yo, that, was, that shit is funny as fuck, bro. But think about how long... I was saying, think about how long weed has been around, like... Since Jesus. Since forever. So why would they all of a sudden be like, weed is bad, Jesus, Jesus weed is weed. bad, Jesus smoked weed. And now we're talking about weed is good, weed is good, weed is good. It makes no fucking sense. Crack was like, this is fucked up. What the hell has come from? This is the devil. And it swept, swept through in the black places, in those coke, which is still popular in white places. Well, see, crack came along because people, white, black people wanted to do cocaine. And cocaine is expensive. No yeah. matter, cocaine is expensive. Cocaine is a, is a, is a rich man's drug. Okay? That's what yeah, they do. Yeah. That's so, and then if you can't afford cocaine, you can afford crack. Because it's crack, and chemical. It's, crack is is the rock of is cocaine in rock form. And so mm-hmm. mainly when you first get cocaine, when you first get crack anyway, it, when you first get cocaine, it comes in crack form. Then they have to break it down to make it a powder, which makes it then coke. And they cut yeah. it. So, you know, it's all in the, the way it's delivered, but in its rock form is way more, um, is way more addictive and is mm-hmm. way more damaging. Just like with crystal meth. In its rock form, it is, you know, it's in its smoking form, it's it's bad, but in its liquidated form, it is horrible. It is the worst. Like it's addictive mm. as fuck. And yeah. I think that's why, as a, me as a, you know, me having done it, that's why it's so hard for me to get off of because of the way I, the the way I did it. Had I just smoked if, it, I think I've been I've been easier to get off of it. But you injected. I inject it, and it's a harder it's a harder fight. It's a daily, daily. It's still a, it's so hard to get off it sometimes. It's still hard. I still have my weak days. So, um, I mean, you know, never about that shit. But you know, it's a I'm way off better than I used to be. Way, 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 way better than I used to be because I used to be really, really, really bad. Where I was gonna, I think, um, I would have been a junkie had it not been for like my friends. Like always what about your friends? Yeah. And then you just write a song about your friends? I did. I did a song called Nobody But You. 
Did you hear it yet? Did you hear the whole entire song? Did you listen I heard to the, it? I didn't hear the whole entire song yet. I li- I sent it to you. I know. I didn't hear the whole entire song yet. Oh. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Well, yeah, I did do a song. Um, it is one of my, to me, vocally. Um, it's one of my vocally best, vocally showcasing songs. I think I've done in a while. Um, I think more more so because I was inspired to do something that was just, at the time, all my friends were like, I'm busy, or I'm depressed, or I'm just like, I looked in the mirror, I'm like, nobody's going to be there for your, but be there but you. And that was how the song came up, came about. It's like telling yourself that you have to be there for yourself. And then at the time, I'm thinking like, but sometimes there's people that you have to you think about, you look around, there's people that are there for you at times that you, you know, that you can't pick yourself up. And, um, you know, this song can be about them as well. And that's exactly how this came about. Mm-hmm. Because some people deal with loneliness, you know what I'm saying? I'm one of those people that cannot stand being alone. My fear is that I'm going to be somewhere. And one of my biggest fears is dying alone. I do not want to die alone. I want someone to be there to hold my hand. I think everybody does. But who knows, you know what I'm saying? We never know what the fuck may happen. I might be falling off a fucking bridge. It's like, <laughs> yeah, who knows? You know what I'm saying? You, know, you never know what. Knows. And that's how that song came about also too, bitch. Okay, so you know I'm doing the acoustic EV. I'm like, I know that part, yes. I've heard, I've heard a lot of the songs. That's what I told you the other day. Like, you're doing some great shit. Um, EV Right There is another song I'm doing. Um, most of the songs are really inspirational and um, and really from the heart, which is why it's called From the Heart. But um, so, <laughs> Nobody Knows is one of the songs I was going to acoustically redo, right? Hmm. And because I couldn't get the, you know, what makes Nobody Knows so good is the um, is the sample, you know, the, mm-hmm. the sample. So because I couldn't get the sample or get it to like, or even sing the backgrounds for Nobody Like You, Nobody with you um to come out right. That's how that song came up because I was like, I gotta figure out a way to put nobody knows, but it didn't go like that. It went like it went completely somewhere else. When I started recording, it just came out like nobody but you, and um I just kind of went with it. It was a really a freestyle. The chorus was so freestyled, it's ridiculous. And it was really against the time. It was really for me to fight against what I normally do because I had in my head was you and Janine telling me the entire time, don't sing out the same five notes. Don't sing in the same damn pattern. Don't sing out the same five notes. Don't sing in the same pattern. Don't sing in the same five notes. Don't sing in the same pattern. (laughs) So I was just like, I've got to work out. I've just, that's all I had in my head. So I felt like when I did the song or did any of these songs, I fought really hard to get out of the pattern that I normally do and to get out of like the simple background vocals or my simple background, like, you know, like three notes or stacking shit here, stacking shit there. I worked really hard to give you something that you would not expect. Good. And I think I, I think I've done just that. I think I did that. And I, I wrote songs that could be remixed to dance songs too. Yay. That's where I come in. 
All right, we've been on this for a little bit of time. Oh yeah, yo guys, look, we gotta get going because um, it's been a fun show though. Like, we never know what we're gonna do. Now look, next week is the season closer, um, season finale, um, and then we'll be taking a break, and we'll be back probably in June. Hopefully, they'll be around Pride Month because there's no point of doing this show we can't give you a great show. So we will probably pre-record and then release this next season coming up because we want to make sure that we have stuff on topic yeah because right now it's the same thing over and over again over and over again yeah so Little, i think the next everything thing, we know you know because you're sitting yeah, home watching yeah, it with right. us so <laughs> even this next season coming up we're going to be doing one seat we're doing a show a week ahead so that we're always ahead of topic and on topic so we're not behind topic if that makes sense yeah a week ahead we record a week ahead, so we have shows ahead of time. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, what I, you know what the fuck I mean. Don't don't start. And on that note, <laughs> on that note, we out, you guys. Thanks for listening to Apartment Four Twenty. I am the Media Maven, um, the Blonde. So- Shit, I forgot my own fucking face. <laughs> I am the Media Maven, the Blonde Songbird, your faves hater, Christian with the next. And I'm your neighborhood-friendly black bear. Please don't shoot Jay Light. And together we are well beyond. And we out. Apartment 420, episode 11. Oh my Peace. God, bitch, I am so forgetful. So forgetful. Like, I'm going to say so forgetful. So forgetful.